Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Clickstoff Sudden Death, the quick and dirty Hero Clicks podcast chock full of news, tournament reports, and more vital information to improve your Hero Clicks game. I'm your host, Alex Coos, and today I'm joined by the closet Harley Quinn fan herself, Sam Powell. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing great, and I'll tell you what, I am not a closet Harley Quinn fan. <laughs> I know. Pretty much everyone knows that you're just out in the open about how much you love Harley Quinn. Uh, loves of as is a strong word there. It's kind of opposite <laughs> of that, but <laughs> I think you're probably talking about Jeremy. But uh... okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Did you have a, a good Labor Day? I did. Labor we Day? uh, we we had a good practice day yesterday. Um, we just literally played for like six hours and practiced different teams for rock cup. So, so, so most people really enjoy having like a nice barbecue on labor day. And your, <laughs> your ideal labor day is just to be able to sit down and play clicks practice most of the day. Yeah, pretty much. We just had a free day and um, we just sat the table down and had different teams out and we grinded through and, and we timed ourselves, but we also, took time to step back and say what if we did this what if we did that what if this hit what if this missed so uh, that that actually sounds like a ton of fun yeah. i mean i had i had barbecue so I, i'm not gonna complain it was fun all right well before we get started just a re- friendly reminder that click stuff is sponsored by the rock lucky dice games and big bang toys comics and games let's get the show started with click number one Click one, news and upcoming events. All right, so September kicks off month two of the Days of Future Past OP event. Um, it feels like it's, it's an event that's been going on forever now. Um, I know a lot of stores started at the end of July. Um, the Colossus Wanted poster ID should be the participation prize with the Rachel Summers ID being the event prize. Uh, Sam, have you been participating in any of these events? Like. How have your local events been going? Uh, we have a couple. We've got the Wolverine and uh, the Rachel Summers card, I believe. Uh, no. Or the Kitty Pride was a thing. Yeah, the Kitty Pride. Uh, we were supposed to have last week, uh, we were supposed to get the other one or the Rachel Summers, I believe. It didn't come into our store. Yeah. So we weren't able to do it, but uh, we had a good format, just 400 limited. Um, just. Daniel played a really crazy X-Men build. Um, I played a cosmic build, so it was pretty nice. fun. Now are you got is your local store doing any like unusual formats or any scenarios? Anything not, like that? Not really. We just kinda did the limited format to kind of get away from the modern break, but nothing yeah. too crazy. 
I know for me locally, we have two stores that really do events. Um, I play at one and then I judge at the other. Um, so the one we played at or I play at has been first one was a constructed X-Men event, uh, modern. Uh, then this event was still X-Men, but they added on X-Force. Um, and then I don't know what the third one's going to be. I'm interested. He, hopefully he goes Golden Age. I know for what I ran, month one was sealed. We had luckily had a brick or two of X-Men lying around. So we did a fun uh, sealed event for month one. Uh, month two uh, is coming later, probably at the end of this month, unfortunately. I am daring to go Golden Age, and I'm actually going to allow like golden age special objects um cool i am uh, and relics i'm gonna allow relics um but it has to be an x-men keyword and it has to be a theme team um so that means you can't like sneak split lip in there and try to be able to equip all the hammers but you can play the hammers you just gotta like so you're really work. wanting to give the wolverines a hammer like are you gonna be crazy <laughs> they're gonna have to work for it though <laughs> I, I don't like, care. Yeah. Are you still crazy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I am doing a, a Highlander rule, though. So you'll get one Wolverine. You won't get a bunch. Um, but, of course, knowing my local players who try to break... They're mostly Golden Age players. Um, they try to break the game. And so, of course, me trying to think of everything, I forgot one key piece, and that is AOA Magneto. And so they're like, well, I can play Split Lip by playing Magneto, and Split Lip gets the X-Men keyword. And I was like, ah, you jerks. Yeah. And um, I, I banned that incredibly fast. Uh, but it's going to be fun. And then the last event, I think I'm going to do like a 300 point constructed or 400 point, you know, something fun. I, I like doing a sealed golden modern yeah. combo. I think that's a, a really fun thing. I think uh, I think Jason for the next one's doing like a, we do comet covers. Oh, so. nice. If you, you play like a 400 point team, all your team has to be on the same comic cover. Uh, so it's pretty fun because it kind of makes you go through comics and see what you want to play. And I like to like find the weird, weird yeah. stuff. Like I don't want to play X-Men or Avengers. That's because that's too easy. I want to find something. Like I played the last time we did this, I played like a Teen Titans. So I played like Raven and Coriander and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, and luckily Marvel's pretty cool because they put the comic covers on the back of the cards, or they allow them, and I don't think DC does that. So, because if you notice, all the DC cards for the like for your figures, they just have the picture of the figure on the back. Huh, I've never like, noticed that. At least lately, I know all of Batman, uh, Batman animated series. I mean, I know that's a, a TV show, so I guess they couldn't show. I mean, I would have loved to see like a little clip of them, and not a clip, but like a picture yeah. of them in the show. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. You just love uh, at GCU, don't you? I, I do. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, did you know we are only six weeks away from the Oh Rock my Cup. gosh, I know. It's exactly why we had a full day of practice. <laughs> have you, have you, have you booked your hotel yet? Yes, we do have our hotel. Um, I believe Daniel bought our dinner tickets. Oh, so, I have, I have not done that. Yeah. But I'm yeah. usually a late person who does that when I get there. Yeah. We wanted to get that done so we can be part of that. Cause, um, but I mean, now that being at Howard's store, usually it's at the hotel. So it's kind of like everybody just hangs at the hotel, but now it's, yeah. 
at the Howard store. So to be involved with everything, you have to kind of buy the tickets and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well for all those listening, if you have not booked your hotel yet, then what on earth are you waiting for? Like you need to do it now. So why don't you pause this podcast and just go out there and book it and, and we can wait a second. All right. Welcome back. I hope that you got the room you were looking for. I hope it's not next to the ice machine. Um, Hopefully you got the jacuzzi tub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, All right. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of some big Rock Online news, because i got a lot of stuff to talk about with Rock Online, I want to talk a few about, about some upcoming Rock tournaments that we have going on. Um, on September 9th, so this coming weekend, is it this coming weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 9th, we have a Mega Super Qualifier at the Rusty Scabbard in Lexington. Is that the 9th or the 8th? Uh, the 8th. Saturday. Okay. It's the 8th. So this, yeah. We'll say we'll just say this weekend. This weekend. Team uh, we Woodstock will be representing Strong. Yep. I will not so. be there, but I, you guys will for sure. <laughs> um, then we have a regional at Dice Addictions in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we have a huge Majestic tournament in Orange, California might be orange county i don't know i don't know enough about california but there's a big majestic tournament going on out there isn't as well. that the u.s cup i think you were right i believe so so that it's even bigger than i was saying it's a huge u.s cup for the majestics tournament so huge weekend for clicks uh gonna be this you could probably say this weekend unless there's some really unique formats should probably give you an idea of how the rock cup's gonna be very much so the only difference between this weekend and the Rock Cup is that you will have a Colossus and Rachel Summers ID that is legal. And that they could potentially change things up. I mean, they Colossus gives charge and Rachel Summers gives a uh, running shot. So, I mean, that is a big deal. But if you want an idea of what you're going to face in the Rock Cup, um, at least in finals, pay attention to what happens this weekend. Uh, the weekend of the 15th, there is the 3 versus 3 Lucky Dice Cafe Team Challenge. Um, that should be fun. I know I know that there is going to be a lot of um, teams there, and I, and I know team challenges are becoming more and more popular. Um, I know people like to rep their teams more. Um, you hear it all the time. Uh, I mean, we don't do that. But... No, I mean... Clickstaff is probably one of the best teams out there, right? Uh, <laughs> sure, not to toot our own horn or anything. I'm I mean, just... we just have the Rock Champ on our team, and I don't know. Well, unfortunately, I don't qualifier winners. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're not going <laughs> no. to this tournament, right? No, no, no. We can't make it because we're yeah. actually going to Lexington, and then we're going to Chicago. Ooh, speaking of which, Chicago <laughs> is the next weekend, uh, the weekend of the twenty second is a mega super qualifier at Dice Dojo in Chicago. Yeah, and this is uh, the the event in Chicago. They haven't had one in like 4 years. Um they do WKOs, but they haven't had any rock events I think in 4 years or so. So That's, a, that's insane. Yeah, and I know Nate um has really promoted this. He's bought extra pricing and um he comes to our events a lot. So we figured, hey, we need to go represent and and help them out and make sure that their store does well enough that 
they can get more events. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it wasn't my birthday weekend, I would probably go up. Birthdays are so overrated. I, I guess my birthday's <laughs> the 21st. If anyone wants to send me uh, some clicks love, it's the 21st of September. But uh, big plans that weekend. He'll, he'll so. take suited henchmen if you have any extra. Yes, he'll send me plenty of suited henchmen. Um, also that weekend, another big tournament is the Canada Cup. Uh, I believe that's on the 23rd. Yes, this Whit- Sunday. Yeah, Whitby, Ontario. Have you ever been to Canada? I've never been to Canada. I've been once when I was younger, and all I thought was, this is not nearly as different as I thought it was to America. Um, (laughs) I do have some friends that live up in Canada um, that play clicks, and and also PJ also tries to talk us into maybe going to the Nationals next year. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It should be a lot of fun. I hope everyone can make it out there. Canada usually has a pretty good turnout. Um, The last tournament I want to talk about coming up is the Houston Shootout. Uh, They have another event going on the 29th at the Space Cadets Collection in Woodlands, Texas. Um, also on the 29th, uh, which I basically decided this today, and we're going to go into some rock online stuff. So, Sam, if you want to get some popcorn or something, chill out. Okay. Feel free. Um, on the 29th, Rock Online will be hosting one last Super Q before the Rock Cup. Um, this event will be 300 point modern and is a fantastic way for you to give your team one last test before the Cup. Uh, entry will be able to be purchased now at rockcup.com and the event will begin at 10 a.m eastern i know it that's early for a lot of people that's usually typical start time if you're going to a super queue um but just to make sure people can still enjoy their saturdays i do it a little bit earlier so sorry for those on the west coast i know that's early but think of it this way by the time you're done with it you'll still it'll be lunchtime so fantastic um, speaking of Rock Online, so I know some of you have been asking and some of you have noticed there hasn't been a lot of Rock Online events taking place lately. Um, for me personally, I've been moving houses and with Gen Con going on in August, it, it, it just wasn't a great month for events. Um, however, it gave me time to really reevaluate how I organize the events. Um, currently, events are subject to my schedule which is unfortunate because i obviously don't i'm not open 24 7. i mean i have family a kid a bunch of kids you know um so things are a bit limited now i've talked to a lot of people who have also expressed that they would like less meta tournaments um or what is the word that dan that dan doesn't like calling it meta he tried to create another word that people use um doesn't like high competitive tournaments and they want to play some unique formats which is understandable i always like cool unique formats so killing two birds with one stone i have come up with a plan to alleviate both issues on the rock site you should see or should soon see multiple entries for different win a map tournaments Uh, these tournaments will have no set date or time basically all you will see is win a map and they'll have a set build, like 300 Modern Limited, 300 Rock Age Limited, 400 Point Modern Commons and Uncommons only, aka Popper. 
um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Plenty, plenty of different times. What will happen is people can purchase entries into these tournaments. And once we get eight people signed up, um, and these are the normal eight person single elimination. Now, if people want to do more than single elimination, that is up to the eight of you guys. Um, but once eight have signed up, a special room will be made in our Rock Online Discord channel, a text, a, a chat channel, if you will, for the eight people who sign up to discuss an appropriate time and an appropriate like a date to run the tournament. Um, I will say that if you're going to sign up for these tournaments, you try, you have the intention that you're going to be playing within two weeks. Um, if eight people want to get together and run a month-long thing and want to make it a big fun tournament um that is more power to you um i am gladly able to help you get that set up uh, but basically this is going to be a way to let it be a little less a little bit more hands-free for me so that way you guys aren't limited in what time and date to run winter maps um once you once those eight people have created a time and date they've said all right you know what uh september 18th is the day we're going to do it i will create a, uh, an event on the win and i will give volunteer status to one of the eight people so that way they can run the event after i have it set up this will allow the event to still be seated properly you'll be able to run it and you'll have results everything will be great um, I'll still review the builds. So if the build is 400 modern limited, I'll still review them all or another judge will review them. And I will then post pictures of every build the day of the tournament, um, for everyone there. So that way you can use that to validate the player, the, the pieces your, your opponent is putting on the board. That being said, players will also have to upload their own teams. I will not provide those. Most of the players that we have enter our tournaments already have their teams uploaded, so this shouldn't really be that big of a deal. Um, there won't be an active judge. Uh, judges will be on call. As you know, when you're in Discord, you can hit at judge. I am adding all the judges that have been approved and taking taken the judge test on this in Discord. So more likely than not, we should have by the time you start going with this probably eight people out there and if you hit at, at uh judges or at judge someone's going to be able to pop in and say hey what's going on uh they may not be able to see what you got going on but it, it should work uh remember winning maps don't actually have to have an official judge so if it's something where you're just really button heads about we can make it work um so yeah that is basically my plan this will allow for more um Friendly win a map builds, um, a little less high competition meta intensive things. It allow more fun builds. I think. What do you think, Sam? I think it sounds good. I think it gives more uh, leniency toward let people do what they want on their time. Because I know there's times I want to play and I can't play because I have stuff going on on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah so yeah and, and for me it's been you know all right fridays saturdays and sundays i really only want i can run them yeah. uh, i mean i could try a weeknight but weeknights aren't good for a lot of people so this way um and in the event that you sign up for it and all eight people are like all right we're going this one day and you can't make it um like okay that one you know it, it, i can't do it in this two weeks something came up 
we can work with you on moving your entry, refund you the $10 or moving your entry to another one or the next one and try to find one more person to fit into the room. We'll work with you. I want this to be as pain-free as possible and make it where we can have multiple winter maps going at the same time because really I just want to help get you know these cool rock maps out people playing you know hey me and my buds want to play um like fantasy football you know it, it's fun to play free events or free leagues but it's better when you can put some money in and win something you know so that's why i want this to be more free and open and it's um, cool to play different formats with different people around the country Absolutely. Because if you're still if you're playing like the same people at your store every week like you know that certain guy is going to bring like you know daniel was going to bring the the meta you know like he's going to bring the even on a fun night he's going to bring the high competitive you know team whereas if i'm facing jeremy i know that he's going to be facing like he's going to play like a, a harley team that i can just crush because Which, who you love just so much so much <laughs> <laughs> although i have to give it tar title harley is kind of growing on me but not what not too much she's awesome <laughs> um but yeah I, and i've heard people talk about how you know the same top tier players keep showing up to the same events and you know it gets a little disheartening at times and that's why i think while rock has traditionally been more of a high high comp uh, competitive type events i think more fun build friendly events where i mean at the rock cup you've got multiple events that are more lighthearted, the 300 point rock age or something like that so i want to be able to have that flexibility out there now if you have i mean i don't but if you have seven clicks friends that you want to get together and i've clicked off for example we probably we have enough people that we could probably get our uh, get our own win a map going and just play the eight of us yeah or however many of us there are um, I mean, this, right. the, those are the times that you could be like, I really want to play Exodia. I can't bring Exodia to a tournament because I just get crushed, but I could do it online for $10 and have fun. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm exactly. just, and, it's just for it, fun. And, and and there's lots of flexibility. I'm oh, typically, yeah. uh, typically, our eight man tournaments are single elimination. If everyone votes and they're like, yeah, let's not make it a uh, single elimination, I really want to try this team, let's make it just traditional Swiss go three rounds i'm totally cool with that you guys can run the event how you want to run it we are providing the prize support there are certain limitations in the sense that you have to submit the builds to me we'll review them i'll set up the event but other than that it's free will and this alleviates the fact that you you know can't find like me personally i don't have a local store that will run a, a rock event currently um this helps that and maybe it'll help play with friends across the country and i don't think this will really hurt local stores because if you're local you're going to play with your local friends so howard mentioned a few click stuff episodes ago that we were exploring the idea of running um basically leagues are where you can have multiple people signed up you battle each other and at the end the winner gets something like it's not something that is done in a day is something that expands months, uh, a year, ideally not a year. Um, we're still working out some details, uh, but I do have details to share with you guys. Um, ideally, I want the leagues to run by quarter. 
Um, I think that is the easiest way to do it. Basically have a three month span, October through December, January through March or January to April. Um, and basically have it where you have, you might play six matches or more. Uh, you have a two week span to play your opponent. Um, have some flexibility where if you and your opponent uh, can't make it, can't play within those two weeks, um, it either is a you know double loss or you schedule a what's it, what's a good word for it? A, a pickup game, a makeup game, makeup game. I think is the word I'm looking for. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. I get what um, you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the idea is to start a league in after Rock the Rock Cup. We might delay it and push it till January, so that way we start at the beginning of January and go to April. But I might start a mini league in November just to kind of test it out, try different formats. The idea would be that each month during the quarter you would have a different build type. So maybe it's not your traditional 300 point. Maybe it's the the super Highlander. Um, maybe it's a popper where you can only play commons, uncommons, and rares. You know, so, uh, something fun. Um, if everyone decides they want it to be more of a meta intense, then you could do a flip back and forth, 300 point modern, 300 point limited, 300 point rock age limited, you know, something along those lines. Um, so me and Howard had been talking and we crunched the numbers and we saw that with a single entry of $20. So you pay up front $20 an eight person league can yield the following prize support. First place would get a semifinals buy. They would get a brick and a map, and then the next three players would also get maps. We basically determined that in the league, half of the league, the top half of the league, would get a map, no matter what. Um, now, obviously, that increases with how many players. Uh, if we take it up to 16, then that might mean where uh, first place gets a case, or maybe first place gets a brick and you break up the brick for second or third. There's a lot of flexibility we can do and determine at the beginning of the league. Um, we could basically say, this is what we have available. How would you like to break it up? Um, it's a lot of what I do with my fantasy leagues. I'm in a lot of fantasy football leagues. Uh, we will not go into that discussion. <laughs> I could do another podcast about fantasy football leagues. Um, but with that being said, um, if we do increase to 32 players and above, uh, Howard did say that we can change that semifinals buy to a finals buy, and the second place will get a semis. So after you hit 32, that's when it'll step up and be a finals and semifinals. Now, once again, pretty much no matter how many, we will want to do it in eight, like eight segments, like eight, 16, 30, uh, 24, 32. Like increase it by eight. Um, so if we have 12, we'd ideally want to get four more. Um, but I think we could still at least eight is probably the requirement to step it, step up the, the, the clicks support. I think either way map is going to be top half either way, which I think is a pretty good investment no matter what, what you're doing. Cause 20 bucks to get a map. is not bad. Yeah. And these maps coming up are, are insanely oh, yes. good insanely yeah. good yeah and we'll we'll talk a little bit about this upcoming map uh, the september map 
in the next uh, next clip. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for the league. I'll be posting more info. We'll probably do a mini league of sorts in November and December, kicking it off into bigger quarterly leagues in January. Now we can have multiple leagues. Um, we can have one big league where we have 64 people be intense um, or just a ton of fun. Um, really, it's just a lot of flexibility and a lot of prize support to be able to be given out. The last thing I want to touch on with Rock Online, this is an idea that I want to have proved it. Um, I know for me going to the Rock Cup, if I am not qualified for semis, which I wasn't last year, um, the first day at the Rock Cup was pretty stressful because I wanted to make sure I got into semis. Um, and as you know, they had the Hard Rocks going, which were eight-man tournaments, a single limited, single elimination, similar to how we run the, the winner maps. And then they also had Battle Royales, which earned you... Um, they're not rock points, but they're like the rock cup points that you, if you, very similar to how nationals work. If you got 50 points, um, I think it's 50, you, that was your buy in the semi. So I approached Howard with the idea, Hey, rock online is pretty popular. I know if I had the option to do a hard rock or the rock cup, I would like that opportunity. Um, that way I could come into the Rock Cup on Friday and have fun. Like, I go play Battle Royales for fun. I could do some of the side tournaments. Because I didn't get to. Because I was just so stressed trying to get into semis. So, he has approved that. Um, we will start doing Hard Rocks the Wednesday before the Cup. Playing one a day until the following Wednesday. Now, we will only do a Hard Rock if we get eight people signed up. So if it's less than eight people, we will not run the tournament because that's a little unfair for those who show up on the day and have to play eight people. If we only have four, that's not necessarily really that fair. Um, the prizing will be the same as a hard rock. So basically first place gets 50, second place gets 25, third and fourth get 10 points, and then the other four will get five points. Um, any points and remember these aren't actual rock points these are rock cup points so they are only used to get into semifinals um i will be keeping tabs on all these points and i will be giving this info to howard and the rest of the rock staff that day on thursday of the rock cup so that way when you show up at the rock cup all this hard hard rock info will already be there so I will start posting entry a little bit closer, probably starting at the beginning of October. I will start posting entry into the hard rocks. I am only going to do one a night. And if it's not eight people, then it's not going. So it's just an opportunity for you to be able to participate in a hard rock, get your semis, uh, semifinals, uh, the buy into semifinals and be able to enjoy your Friday or Thursday, whatever day, Friday, I think is what it is. And so that's really all I had for Rock Online. Now, keep in mind that I am open to any sort of suggestion. Um, we're, these are some changes I think that were needed. We're going to bring on some more people to help me run different events. I'm going to be running more super qualifiers. I'm hoping to start doing some mega super qualifiers down the line, especially into November and probably more December than anything, because that's kind of an empty month um, before the holidays. Like, you know, the, the first two weeks of December, um, always feel a little empty. 
Um, so with that being said, why don't we go ahead, Sam, let's move on to click two and have some fun discussion. Click two, tournament reports and analysis. All right. So a bit of change of pace here. Um, let's talk a little bit about Rock Cup prep. Um, talk a little bit, Sam, like what steps are you taking um, to prepare for the Rock Cup? Um, well, I mean, you know who I live with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Encyclopedia mm-hmm. of Clicks himself. But um, what I do, I mean, what we're doing right now is um, we have a set of probably four teams that, you know, we know that, like, hey, these are teams that are going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we all talk. We all look on Clickstaff, you know, Facebook page. We, we kind of know what's being played. Um, we right. know what top tier players are going to play at Rock Cup or some variation of it. And we're taking those, put them on the map, put them on different maps and saying, okay, how do we beat this? How do we, what if you get into this kind of trouble? What do you do? Um, I'm playing around with a couple teams and mm-hmm. I know Daniel's kind of, you know, bouncing back and forth on a couple teams and it's just we're just putting so many reps in like right now when we get done with this podcast i'm gonna go down and we're gonna get another game in that's just what we do um and it helps me feel more prepared it helps daniel feel more prepared now again it's me versus him we we practice so much together but um you know we've also have our teammates that we practice with on thursdays and um right you know, we recently, you know, on Monday, um, PJ Bowling came down and Very I know nice. he's part of Phoenix Nest, but he's a really good friend of ours. And it was nice to get his mind versus our mind and right. a different mindset of play. And and so that's what we've been doing. I mean, it's it's just been hardcore. I've been studying a lot on uh, HG Realms and just so I'm prepare to you know that curveball that's going to be thrown at me at least i'm going to be a little prepared for it so yeah definitely yeah yeah i know um for me personally with the prep i i unfortunately do not live with anybody who plays hero clicks now <laughs> my oldest son is seven um so he's getting there um but not rock up prep yet yeah uh, gave it a couple more years um but for me, I've been practicing with the Clicksoft team, some local players. Uh, um, I practice with uh, Aaron Morgan all the time. I practice with uh, my buddy Will Sanders, who's local. Uh, we we try to practice. We mostly do it online, just because it's the easiest. Um, and that's why that's I feel like that's why I'm seeing the level of play like elevate slightly is just because of all the online. Like mm-hmm. you're seeing people come out of nowhere who just are really good because they practice all the time. Yeah. And it's because they're able to on rock online. It's very fortunate. Um, um, so- you know, we stress about the, you know, we always say practice, practice, practice. And I, di- I just can't stress that enough because the more reps you put in the, the team, the better you're going to be. The, the more we played uh, matches where, okay hey i missed and i missed a five and you're like mm-hmm. hey and then in in a real game like i'm probably gonna hit the six or if the five right. or six you know let's play it as i hit it and your star fox dies okay yeah so let's wipe out your star fox and let's 
let's see how you bounce back from that. And I mean, it's those situations because you're never going to play the perfect game. I mean, exactly. Yeah. No one can. I mean, you're always going to make a mistake. You're going to pick the wrong power. You're going to, your dice are just going to hate you. You're going to need a three or and you're going to hit a crit miss. Like that's just part of the game. And so when we practice, we take everything in account of if you crit miss, what happens? Right. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely good to practice those. Like if you do crit miss and practice, all right, let's time out and say that didn't happen. Like, or let's say like i always let misplays you know back up a step oh i didn't pick that power oh i didn't i meant the sidestep here all right we'll take it back then and, and you got to get used to the fluid of the motions like mm -hmm. especially like with a, a gotham city underworld team yeah now when it gets closer to time of like when it gets a couple weeks before when our practice gets really serious, um, I mean, we have serious practice now, but like we will, we'll time ourselves. We'll say, okay, we got a 45 minute timer. We don't look at the timer and there's mm -hmm. no take backsies. There's no, like you make that move. It's like, if we're playing at rock cup, like right. you put, if you take that action, you take that action. There's no going back. And then like, if you mess up, then you're just like, well, okay, let's reset. And I won't make that mistake again. So exactly yeah that, that's definitely you got to be able to turn on the switch and there's kind of a, a a almost a schedule of that like all right for building up to the rock cup like for example for me the next week or two i am going to really evaluate which team i'm taking because i've got a couple different ideas and i've got fallback plans if those don't really work because and we're going to talk about this here in just a second um but you know, I try to make up my own ideas and try to build around them. And sometimes those ideas just aren't good enough. And you yeah. have to sit, you have to set yourself a time limit and say, okay, three weeks before the cup, I need to have the main concept of my team finalized because I got to take those three weeks to really like grind the gears and really like smooth things out and know how to know that play this team up and down. So if I don't do that, and I, I wait to the last minute. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. team, you're not going to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, so in this scenario, Sam, have you ever heard of the term net decking? Yes. What to you? What is net decking? Um. So this is a fine. There's a fine line here, and mm -hmm. it goes back to like. So we have our team, like we have mm -hmm. our clickstaff team and we all feed off of each other. Like I'll come in with a random idea of like, what do you guys think of this? Like, it's like when I said, what do you guys think about anarchy? And right. I mean, everybody was like, oh, I don't know. Like, really? And it was kind of those like we, we bounce ideas off each other mm -hmm. and then you see it done well. And you're just like, okay, hold on. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. And, and as a team, you know, you come up with these teams. Now, Clickstaff's a good team. You have Team Stratagem. You have Team Phoenix Nest. They all have great players on them. We're mm. not the only ones coming up with these ideas. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. Only ones that are like, hey, Star Fox is good, guys. Or, hey, have you guys heard of Starro? Have you guys heard yeah. of the Blackbird? Like, these great teams are, are coming up with the same ideas. Now, 
net decking to me is those people who are just like, I'm going to sit back and, oh, hey, um, the Blackbird team has Blackbird, three Wolvies, two, you know, three Cyclops, and just goes out and buys the team and then just sits down and is like, I can play this. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is just like kind of shady. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think because they can say, "Well, I, I, I can play this stuff." Or, yeah, I mean, I think with um, net decking, there is certain extremes with it. You could be like the type that you said that just prints off the nationals page, the top mm -hmm. four builds, and says, "I'm going to buy all four of these or buy the figures for them, and just going to play it," and that's what I'm going to do. So. Uh, the, there's th those type of players, but I don't think there's th as many as we think. There's also a, like a middle level for net decking. Me, for example, uh, I don't net deck necessarily. If my team idea fails, so say for example, clicks, uh, clicks off. My GCU team doesn't work, um, which has been shown in some examples. Sam recently that you know it, there's some weaknesses to it. Um, if by the deadline it just doesn't work, I will not necessarily net deck. I will look at some of the more popular teams, maybe the higher tier teams, and I will look at that and see if there's any way I can add my own flavor to it. So if I'm looking at a Blackbird team, um, I might say, okay, maybe I want to try to fit a Chase Angel on it instead. Or maybe I want to try to fit a shifting focus Deadpool and see if I can add my own flair to it. Um, same with the Cosmic team. Uh, you know, Cosmic team is Star Fox, Lockjaw. Um, for you and some of the other Clickstaff players, Mangog is very popular. Um, but maybe I want to go with another Cosmic person. Yeah. So it, it it really just depends. I, I there's definitely negatives. Yeah, I mean you can definitely tell. Like like I said, there's a fine line. If, like if you're a top tier player and you come in and you're like, hey, I have a blackbird team and my blackbird team is identical to your blackbird team. Cool, that's fine. I don't want to like hurt any like feelings here. But mm -hmm. you're gonna know the people at that deck because you're gonna play against them and they're not gonna know their team very well. Right. Because they're the type that like you said that printed off the national sheet. And was like, oh, hey, this one, I can just go buy the pieces. It's, It should be easy to play. And, yep. um, and you're just kind of like, oh, did you really come up with that idea? But yep. it's hard to say who did come up with the idea. Because we talk about stuff in our chat, like, way before some of this stuff, like, comes to fruition on the internet. And we're like... Mm -hmm. Hey guys, what do you think about this? And we just talk about it, and then so and so wins with it, and we're just like, "That's awesome! I'm glad it's seen it's do well." So now let's start working on our own variations. Exactly. Like for example, the Harley and the two penguins combo. Yeah. Um, I had tried to run something similar to that when Harley came out, mm -hmm. and I just wasn't successful. And then I know, you know, that idea had been posted online. I know DJ Riggin had done really well with it. Um, and then GC, uh, Batman Animated came out and it finally made GCU pretty decent. And then PJ went to 
Gen Con or a few other places and one. So it, it, it's interesting to see a small idea kind of grow into a bigger one and then become it become its own net deck, if you will. Yeah. So it, it's very, very interesting. So if you were, to, real quick, if you were to, you're preparing for the Rock Cup. Mm -hmm. um, how would you put in tiers the main theme of the team? So like you could separate Blackbird and General X-Men because Blackbird and X-Men are different. X-Men's yeah. like your three Wolverines or four. Yeah, X-Men's like the swarm. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got Cosmic. You've got uh, GCU. You've got... Uh, you, got you got Starro. I mean, got, he's yeah, becoming got, more popular. People are talking about him more. Uh, Tyler would be sad if we didn't mention whales. Uh, Tyler just Tyler is probably the only place that's. I mean, I don't know. I just sorry, Tyler. Your dice luck will run out. Like, <laughs> just saying. Like, I don't know. But who knows? He's probably gonna face me in Rock Cup and just crush me with whales again. So. And, th and then at the very end, he's gonna be like, <laughs> "Whose dice didn't run out now?" I know. Just gosh, his luck with <laughs> dice just. Oh, it irritates me so much sometimes. Um, uh, but you you got giant girls. Very yeah, I popular. think Avengers will be a strong team just because it's easy access. Like mm -hmm. it's not as expensive as the um, X Men or the Blackbird. I think. Okay, so yeah. So so tier one, who are you putting at the top? At the top, at I the think top. it's Blackbird. Mm hmm. Cosmic. Mm hmm. And probably X Men Swarm. Now, when you for those who aren't aware, Cosmic is mostly like Star Fox, Lockjaw. Star Fox, Lockjaw. Um, some people are playing with like Tigra, Men Men, kind of deal, mm -hmm. like hard to kill. Mm -hmm. Now, Starro falls into technically Cosmic. I think he's a Cosmic keyword. Yeah, so. Starro fa falls in there a little bit. I don't think there's going to be very many Starros. Be honest, no. there's very limited circulation in yeah. the U.S. But um. Yeah, cosmic is just a strong keyword right now, mm -hmm. and um, of course, this the X Men with the free attacks and the Blackbird giving out real boys. Mm -hmm. It's just it's super strong. Now, okay, so you it's very positional. I mean, you have to kind of know what you're doing because there's so many perplexes and so many sidesteps and yeah. yeah. So at the at the top, you're putting X Men and cosmic. Yes, and Blackbird. Yeah. Who's your tier two? Tier two, mm -hmm. I think it turns into like a Mudmen team. Mm -hmm. You know, like the hard to kill. Oh yeah. Um, you got like the monsters. So like yeah. with Eternity, I think that's a strong team. And I think you put Shredders in there. Yep, can't forget Shredders. I think Shredders or Peace Machine is going to be tough because that ping damage. Um, yeah. Now. Being at the cosmic team, I think just out. I think it just beats it. But now well, that's why that this yeah. is why it's tier two. So yeah. So, um, and I think right there in that tier between like, now I want to say like tier two, like that's two point five. I think two is like your Sam Cap GCU. Yeah, I think that's where it falls. Yeah, GCU, and this is with me practicing. Yeah, and speaking with PJ, it's it's in like borderline tier two, um, 
GCU is very map dependent. It's yes. not as map dependent as like a King Shark team, um, but it's fairly map dependent. If I don't win map, it's not the end of the world, but I'm going to be at a disadvantage, as you showed, because you, you, you put a GCU team on a water map or a map with a ton of elevations, it's going to slow down my team significantly. Now, it doesn't mean I can't win. Yeah. It's just, it's going to slow me down. I think the GCU uh, team is going to catch a lot of people off guard. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like, we kind of know about it, but I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard because there's so many moving parts and there's so many, you have so much stuff going on that if someone sleeps on it, they're going to be really surprised. And like and, you said, and, there's weaknesses. There's weaknesses to the Cosmic team. But yeah. um, you have a ton of stuff going on. And it's it's scary. But yeah. like you and said, I, it's very map dependent. So Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you're playing with me and GCU, I've got so many parts moving that we're realistically only going to have three turns each. So it's going to be... I'm just kidding. It's not going to be that long. <laughs> but it feels like it if you play me, Sam. I know you. it feels like it. <laughs> I'm just um, a fast player sometimes. I just like to <laughs> go, 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 go. So, and, uh, GCU, for those who are interested in it, it is definitely not a net deck team. It, I, it's definitely up there, but it's not a team you can just pick up and go. Yeah. You got to be able to figure out how to do all the moving parts. Um, and it just hasn't been fine tuned. That's the thing. Blackbird is one of the first teams in a long, long time that I could say, well, besides Unimon, is just perfect yeah. like there's just outside of maybe very minor id changes the perfect mix for the blackbird had been found mm -hmm. and i think that is unusual like it usually it's like oh this slight variation but it's like wow this one form of blackbird is dumb yeah and it's just we just gotta roll with that so if you want a net deck and can afford it blackbird is probably your best bet not that I'm suggesting it, because there's a lot of hard, uh, a lot of moving pieces with it. You can check out on our Clickstaff uh, Twitch feed or on YouTube. Uh, Lane has a perfect tutorial about how he used the Blackbird team back on the Super Qualifiers or States back in July. Definitely worth uh, mm -hmm. taking a look at. And the team has changed, I think, slightly. Um, I know with the new Wolverine cards and whatnot, the, the team's going to change a little bit. But um, So one last thing I want to talk about before we get into our buy, sell, hold. You mentioned it, or we mentioned it in the first segment. Um, there's a new map coming out in September. Um, as of this recording, it is, I don't think it's on Gamer Mats yet. Uh, I know we're patiently waiting for it just because it looks, yeah, it's not up there yet. Um, it looks pretty cool there's a review on it on the hc round site it is called ultimate Sa ultimate sacrifice um it's supposed to represent the um i, I don't want to do spoilers so <laughs> if for some reason you have not watched infinity war which uh, by now you should have if you are listening to this show and you have not then you are not a true MCU. but we'll say <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say this if you haven't watched Infinity War for for whatever reason, get forward 30 seconds on the podcast yeah. starting now. <laughs> All right, so Ultimate Sacrifice is the part where Thanos throws Gamora in, into the pit on Titan, I think it was, in order to get the Soul Stone. Scene. I thought it was Volmir or something like that. 
Uh, maybe. No. I thought I thought she said it was on Titan. Anyway, maybe I don't know. And back. All right. So, um, it's a really cool map. It has basically orange squares in the middle that states if you when actions resolved, if you are in one of those squares and you don't have the flight ability, you will take one unavoidable damage, and the person who owns that figure will place them back in their starting area. So that's cool. Yes. Um, it, it has a ton of elevation changes. It goes highest is three, lowest is one, but a lot of mountainous areas. So if you don't ignore hindering for, or I'm sorry, ignore elevation for targeting, it is a nightmare. Um, it is also one of the few maps, I think, that if you play the right special terrain, X-Men will struggle on. Um because the only place that they could realistically put the boxing ring is in that pit and they won't be able to sidestep out of the pit because if they sidestep then they take one unavoidable and go back to their starting zone so they'll have to actually charge out of their pit which decreases the wolverine's range and stuff like that so it's definitely going to be a map that you're going to see in meta for those who don't know it is not it is a viable map It'll be on gamer mats where they have the rock uh, maps. It is the September map. Um, and I know Howard posted today or last night that October is going to be a bigger meta map, I think, um, which has me a little on edge. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because after we saw this one, we were like, what? And then we're just like, we saw them, you know, announce that now. I'm, I'm, I'm Maybe just hoping that he's just talking that this is the October meta map. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be one of those scrambles of like, holy crap, what is it? We got to know it now. We got to practice it. We got to, you know, prep yeah, he, for he, it. So he referenced it. It was in line with the underground map, like as far as meta effectiveness. Yeah. So I think that could be I, good. I, I'm looking forward to this new map. And I think, you know, everybody's like, okay, this is really going to screw over X Men. But like, if you win map and you take next like x-men aren't going to want to go to there period so if they mm -hmm. win map they're not going there now if you win map and you place them there and they have a boxing ring the only place i can put the boxing ring is in that pit mm -hmm. so they have lila cheney or something like that they're going to move up into mm -hmm. the box ring now that helps you because then you're getting plus one you're not getting your flurries, but I mean, I think it, mind control right now is just is that power that I think people are just sitting on and they're mm -hmm. not really thinking about. And then if they don't think about it, it's going to creep up on them against this map and it's going to be deadly. Like they're going to be able to say, here's my rare Professor X. I'm going to mind exactly. control, move into this pit. You're going to take one. Now I'm going to put you back in your starting zone and yep. you're wounded and you're gonna probably be separated like i don't know i mean you don't even have to mind control move everybody you can just move a couple like a lila and a couple wolverines into the pit move them back to the starting area leave one and just kill it and then you're you're up 50 points yep it, it's not a it's not a map that's gonna break x-men the, the best players who know blackbird very well you can just put the ring in the middle of the map, and then you can move the blackbird not into the ring. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean there's easy to do. It's not it, gonna it, like 
and be an automatic play for every team. Like, right. I honestly don't think I'll play it as one of my maps unless something. I mean, I have two maps that I'm definitely playing, but mm -hmm. my third's up in the air. I mean, we'll have to see what it looks like and how we practice against it and just wish we can get our hands on it is the thing. Yeah, like it's not going to be good if you run a lot of Colossals because unless you can protect them uh, because, you know, you could shoot the Colossals from wherever, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, but it also is great for Colossals because the reverse side, you can shoot them from wherever. So if you're rocking in an Infinity or um, Eternity or any of those, you know, it's not going to be a bad map. It's going to be nice to chill in the back. And be able to just say, all right, you're moving here, or you know, I'm gonna pot shot you from here, and you're gonna have a hard time getting to me to take a pot shot because you have to go through all these different elevations. Definitely gonna be an interesting map. I cannot wait to see it, the October map. Yeah, um, it's it's probably gonna be some sort of like there's like a great wall of China in the middle, and you have to like blow it up like five five layers of blocking. And so it's yeah. gonna be like who can get through the wall the fastest. Or there's going to be some craziness where there's like multiple instances of indoor and outdoor. Yeah. It's like indoor here, outdoor here, indoor here, outdoor. So it's like indoor. I'm indoor here so you can't shoot my colossal, but you're outdoor here. Like It's going to be all sorts of messed up. Now, um, I just thought of this real quick. I was mm -hmm. just thinking of teams. I'm, I'm really wondering if anybody's going to play Thanos Copter. Uh... I mean, you just think about it. I think there's going to be like that one or two people that are going to be like, I'm I got my Thanos copter. I'm going to play it. And I mean, I can see people playing the uni with the Thanos, but I think uni has dropped just because X-Men's so strong. Yeah. But, Which uh, uni, Unimind likes this new map because he's got flight, so he could chill in the middle and not have to worry about any sort of close combat people coming at him. That's true. Like, I'll pop in the center and I'll just hypersonic from there. I'll choose you know, shape change and stuff. So you could take pot shots at me, but I'm going to plexus out the wazoo. But I don't have to I worry don't... about you charging me. And I mean, you could charge your flurry, but you're you're gone. You're going elsewhere. But here's the thing, though. They Unis have to win map against X-Men, and X-Men are plus seven, plus nine sometimes. Very true. You know, you're not winning map with Uni unless yep. they roll like a crit miss and you roll That's... like a god. <laughs> so. All right. Anyway, let's move on to click number three, our buy, sell, or hold section. Click three, buy, sell, hold. All right, so welcome to buy, sell, hold. We basically kind of keep you up to date on the market of the secondary market of hero clicks, what figures you should be buying, what figures you should be selling, and which figures you have that you really should just hold on to because maybe their value is at an all-time low or an all-time medium. I don't know. Um, so let's run through this quickly because we kind of took a lot of time on the other clicks. All right, Sam, so what buys do you have for people out there today? Um, so if I was to say like, hey, I'm, you know, going to Rock Hub, don't have much, you know, modern stuff, I would buy X-Men. Now, mm -hmm. it's going to be expensive. Don't get me wrong, oh, but yeah. you're going to need Wolverines. You're going to need um, Cyclops. You're going to need Lila Cheney's. Uh, Lila Cheney's not that much, but... Um, you know, you're going to need ID cards. Now, you could play some of the lesser ID cards, but you're still going to need at least three, four Wolverines. And that's, they're what, $70 to $90 a pop right now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to take a team that you're going to be, you know, it's going to be good, I would 
suggest buying some wolf you know x-men and um yeah. and i want to know third friday event is the rock age and i know i've been talking to daniel and saying hey could you get make sure we have this rock age piece because I'm, I'm thinking about playing it and he's like oh we have it because i bought like every rock age piece you know when i <laughs> thought about going like when he was going to Cal uh denver he bought yeah. like a ton of rock age stuff that we did not have or we didn't even think about and so that's another yeah, know, thing to think about so yeah I, I know on my buys i had golden age figures written down because i your nick furies your casey flash i think casey flash is down to like 20 dollars, 20 or 30 dollars now yeah um which is nice i like casey flash um mm -hmm. uh some of your rock age resources preferably not the ones banned by majestic yeah um, so like you have some lanterns you have uh you know I, I don't see anybody play power plant um phoenix force or uh, phoenix resource i mean uh you know some of your uh ids that might be now most rock age is limited but there's going to be some rock age it's not um i don't know if rock is going to adopt the majestics list um but i know that is going to be under consideration yeah um so definitely now is a good time, especially before and Rock Age is becoming more popular. Um, I think people I are just liking to see like, oh, hey, I could put Indigo with this and it's actually really strong. Or I can, hey, I can give Star Fox Sidestep with Pandora's mm -hmm. Box. Like, yeah. that's killer. So to all those people that sold all their Rock Age resources, probably want to go buy them. <laughs> So what's what? Uh, so if you're not buying these, what are you selling right now? What what are your sells? If you have extra X Men, you sell them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna sell them to the people that need them. Like, I'm not gonna toot our own horn, but Dale and I have like crazy luck here. Last of you know, don't even some, start. <laughs> some awesome X Men pools, and I mean, it was one of those like we have what we need. We have two complete sets of everything. And then we have extras and then we have extras of extras so i'm like sell the extras of extras please so we can you know fund a little bit of our rock cup so yeah yeah if <laughs> if anyone wants a peek peek behind the curtain of how we operate here at twitchstuff we have a group chat and every so often i know when dan and sam are on a trip because dan <laughs> will post a picture and, and say hey i was at a random uh tennessee cracker barrel and what do you know they had some x-men boosters and what do you know they had one left and it was a wolverine yeah. and i've i don't think anyone in chattanooga has pulled a wolverine and dan has pulled like six or seven like, yeah we we went on a spree yeah. there that weekend of gen con i think we pulled uh two or three wolverines two super rare cyclops a cyclops id a chase Iceman, a chase aquaman yeah it was insane now yeah. like we like we said we have boosters that are not so good <laughs> but yeah. that was yeah, just a really need, insane weekend so you need that you need to just share those boosters more often because so that way i feel better because otherwise i just see pictures of like yeah i went to a yard sale and someone had an x-men booster guess what was inside the chase Iceman. man no <laughs> that's that, those so, are the yeah. things i see <laughs> i mean like if you like if i had extras of extras of x-men sell them if I had extra Staros or anything like that, sell them. You have the people now that's really committed to Rock Cup that mm -hmm. are buying plane tickets and buying hotels, and they need that stuff. So, yeah, I'm selling that stuff right now. Yeah. 
definitely. I I also agree. Extra Wolverines, extra Cyclopses. If you have an extra Star Fox, you know, going into a major, major event, looking at the meta teams, the net decks, as we talked about, mm -hmm. if you have extra of those figures and you're not wanting them, now's the time to sell them because there's going to be people who want to net deck. Yeah. And they will take those. And another uh, and another thing is, is people are also prepping for worlds. Yep. Now, we have Battle World coming out. And there's probably going to be some sort of crazy meta changing pieces in that. Yeah, we've already seen a few that. It's, so this might promised. be the time to sell that stuff because Battle World could change everything, and X Men just die. Like <laughs> we so, can only hope. And then X, you know, Wolverines go down to like twenty dollars. <laughs> so I wish. <laughs> then Alex buys them all, and he's like, "I finally, finally. have five. <laughs> or I'll do the uh, the 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 Dan uh, strategy of buying everything and then try to ship them off to the Pacific Northwest and overseas, <laughs> and no one locally can play. Yeah, he sold he sold so much stuff to international just to get it out of the U.S. <laughs> um, the only holds I have is your Connelly IDs, um, specifically one, and I don't I feel bad saying this because I still need to pick up one. If you still got like a Rogue ID, um, or some of the other ones, uh, some of the uh, other X Men IDs that you're kind of sitting on Banshee and whatnot, I would still hold on to them. Um, I know with Rogue. With the upcoming WKOs in November, uh, the grand prize is a rogue. So that could be great. Um, that could be amazing, or that could be another shadow cat. Now, I have different on I have different opinions on that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? I, I feel I mean, like, here's the thing. I know Daniel's like itching to get a rogue ID. Okay. It's the collector in him that's doing that, not necessarily the meta player in him that's doing that. Um, and I think if I'm sitting on a rogue ID and I have someone that's like, hey, I'm one to give you $100 for it. We don't even know what the rogue does. Like, yeah, it, could, that's fair. it could be a bust. Like, it can be a complete bust. They, they preview that and it just like, it's a shadow cat. And you're just like, oh, that's awesome. You know, just like awful. And that rogue ID that everybody wanted, and that was super hot, and everybody's like, I really want the rogue ID, I really want it, has now just dropped tremendously. So it's like that chance you take. Does you do you, do you sell it when it's wanted? Or do mm -hmm. you take the chance and maybe it's just like, okay, it's a flop, and then you know, the guys are like, Okay, I can just wait to worlds and just win one. So I, I'm going to be on the, the reason I say hold is because, like you said, we don't know yet. But on the flip side, it's a WKO grand prize. So it is on the level of a Lockjaw and a Shadowcat um, and a Power, Power Woman. Um, yeah. those, are, those are expensive pieces. So even if she's not good, like Shadowcat is okay, she's still going for 100 bucks, And her ID, eh. I mean, it, it's going decently well because it's a shadow cat ID, and there's only one shadow cat. I think shadow cat ID also lets you play some of the other things. I'm not sure, um, but for this one, I feel like shadow cat has been the only miss so far out of these new WKO grand prizes. Lockjaw was a steal. Power Woman is going to be great. Once Shredders are gone, she's going to be even better. So, and Shadow Cat's not really that bad. It's just 
I mean, she might even have a place on an X-Men team as a call-in. It's just people aren't are sleeping on her. Um, I don't foresee them, like, just royally screwing this up. Mm, it's WizKids, though. But it's a rogue, which people have been wanting one for a while. We had one in Uncanny, and she Haven't was... Haven't people wanted nah. a killer moth, and then they gave us a killer moth that sucked? Okay, now, the people who want a killer moth deserve what they got. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, it's that it's that it's that gamble. It's that gamble Speaking and gamble and, gambit. Another figure that everyone wants. I mean, and it's like one of those like okay, if you're, I know Rogue is like the number one prize in the WKOs, but who's to say when you go to Worlds and you set it about a battle royale table and then it's like oh here's this Rogue Ellie, just put yeah. down the middle. You know, it's what? like when what? everybody was flipping out about Lockjaws. I'm like. He's probably going to be at Nationals. And sure enough, there was a whole box of them. I mean, yep. everybody was getting their lockjaw. So. Yeah, I mean, his, his price is still pretty high, though. I mean, it's still, what, like 100 bucks around there? Yeah, I mean, it's still a desirable piece. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, if I was sitting on a Rogue ID, I would sell it and just, and just go. Like, when I won my lockjaw, when it first, when I first Lockjaw first came out. I took the chance. I was like, I'm going to sell this Lockjaw. I mean, we had two. Daniel was like, I'm playing mine. I said, look, I'm probably not going to play it in the next couple months or whatever. I don't see myself playing it. And I sold it. And yeah. I, mean, I mean, I sold it for a lot of money. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, you know, we got up to Origins. We got me a Lockjaw. And Lockjaw went from you know, two fifty, two seventy five to a hundred dollars. So it, it's yep. one of those gambles. It paid off for say, me, but <laughs> I will say it one last hold before we uh, wrap this all up. Um, the days of future past IDs, the wanted poster IDs. Um, I know a lot of people are eager to sell theirs because they're like, "Ooh, IDs are going for a lot." They're not going for like beans. Uh, Wolverine was a participation prize. Kitty Pride isn't that desirable as a wanted ID. Colossus, and eh, there's not a lot of lower point Colossuses, so Colossi. So uh, the ID cards, all right. Uh, Rachel Summers might have some desirability, but even so, there's a decent amount on the market, and the same is going to be true for Storm and Magneto. I think are the last two. So I would hold on those because right now the market is flush with those ids a year from now when we've got battle worlds the uh what, what's the next one uh the secret wars secret well no secret wars is battle worlds uh it's okay. a it's a it's the next one after that uh the not that it's not a million bc but it's something similar um and in, in uh the springtime and most likely we'll probably have another marvel set or two or three next year so more likely than not, the, the figures that we see here, we're going to see. Because they're they're sticking X-Men in more things. They're not limited like the Marvel franchise, the cinematic universe is. So if you have any of those wanted poster IDs, and you have extra, I would hold. They're at an all-time low right now. If you need some, buy them now, because they're at an all-time low. But just like with when Thor came out, things were a lot cheaper. And then, you know... The supply fizzles out, and things are now significantly more expensive. Dirters were not $80 back in the day. 
they were like $35, maybe 50 at most. Mm -hmm. uh, same with Mangog. Mangog was like $20, $30. Now he's sitting at like 50 um, So it, it's supply and demand. Right now, the market is just flush with those wanted poster IDs. And they will retire after these X-Men ones will. Keep that in mind. There's going to be a world in two years from now that most likely the X-Men IDs will be retired and the wanted posters will live because they usually put their date that they're rotating things like July, August. So that's, that's very, something. Very true. Keep that in mind. Now they might move it with how they're doing worlds. They might change how they do that up. But so far, as records have shown, the wanted poster IDs will be by themselves at some point. Maybe the con IDs like the the Arkham Asylum ones will be there too. But there'll be a world where that's the only Wolverine ID. And you want to have the cash, the catch, the cache, however you say it, C-A-C-H-E, of Wolverine IDs. Um, because right now it'd be a waste to try to sell them all. All right, so with that, we will enter click number four. Click four, final thoughts. All right, Sam, we are here in click number four. It is time for your final thoughts. What final thoughts do you have? It doesn't have to be one word. It could be a, a general thought. Practice for Rock Cup. That's all I can say. It's going to be intense. The level of competition has escalated. I know I am scared <laughs> just because <laughs> it's anybody's ball game. It's oh, anybody's yeah. tournament. There's not one person. Now, there's a handful of people I can say, like, okay, these, I can say out of these five to seven people, I can put money on them and they're going to win. But there could be that dark horse that comes in and says, nope. And it could be from anywhere. It could be from the Uncanny Clicksman. It can be from Juggernaut. It could be from Phoenix Nest. It could be from Pusheen. Like, it can be from anywhere and it's the level of competition has escalated so much so just i hope everybody practices and i hope to see everybody there and like i tell on the other podcast i may not know your name but please come introduce yourself to me i'm not good with names i'm just good with faces and i love to meet new people so excellent and and, and anybody's gonna win it i think except for tyler because his dice yeah, are gonna tyler, die yeah tyler's dice are just gonna fail him he's not gonna win rock cup you know if that happens he's gonna be incredibly mad at you or, or sad he's and... probably gonna if he sees me on saturday and this comes out before saturday he's probably gonna punch me but <laughs> all right he'll, he'll he'll accidentally chuck a whale in your direction <laughs> yeah i'll just come with a black eye like what happened uh whale hit me in the face yeah his name more um as far as <laughs> as far as uh my final thought don't let your dreams be dreams if you really want to try to run that one team for rock cup practice it now and then come to a realization realization that we're all grown-ups and your dreams can't actually come true sometimes and abandon it like with a couple weeks to spare that sounds a little harsh but for me example GCU is something I'm trying to make happen, but I have the realistic expectations that it might not. And so always have a backup plan. Like even if it's a net deck team that you're going to just style up a little bit, have it on the back burner just in case. Because you never know. There's going to be that dark horse that you're like, crap, that springs up a week before the Rock Cup at some event. 
at maybe the Rock Online event on nine to, uh, on September 29th. Uh, there might be that one team that you're not expecting, and you're like, oh, crap, everyone's going to play it, and it's going to ruin my team. So just keep trying at it, keep practicing, and just have yourself realistic expectations and deadlines. Make yourself have deadlines. Yes. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode of Sudden Death. May your dice always roll critical hits, and may your blades always be sixes, except for Tyler and his whales. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody.